0: Steven Mulehausen here, walkway to Fight Club. It is Wednesday, February the 17th, 2000, 2020, and I want to greatly apologize. This was supposed to be the grand return. Me and DY, Daryl Rivera, and the world took a dump. Technology spit right in our faces. We recorded it epic one hour plus podcast going over the last couple of days in wrestling and we were gonna bust out at the end of the interview and um a chat i had with mlw's filthy tom Lawler, and lo and behold the audio was horse manure and i cannot do that to anybody i have high standards as does daryl and i want the best audio for you guys so it breaks my heart that we can't do that, so you're going to get me for a minute or two here, and we'll go from there. But I do want to apologize, to you guys. I'm very bummed out about it. I really wanted you guys to. Let, I thought it was some really, 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 really great stuff that we had done. But we're recording tomorrow. We'll have a podcast up on Friday for you guys. But bad things aside, we still have an interview that I did with Tom Lawler that we will that will be coming up in a few short moments. But rate, review, download, subscribe on. Any of your favorite podcasting platforms, whether it is Spotify, iTunes, Google Play, Overcla- Overcast, Podcast Attic, however you guys listen to your podcasts, download, rate, review, subscribe. It really does mean a lot. It is greatly appreciated. And Tom Lawler was, this was a great interview. We discussed Filthy Island, presented by Tom Lawler. The special is coming up tonight. On the zone, seven Eastern, six Central, four Pacific. I've seen it. It's hilarious. It's a great watch. It's an easy one-hour watch. I thought Tom, MLW, and the boys I thought did a fantastic job. So make sure you guys tune in. Tune in. Watch that tonight. Me and Tom have a great conversation as we always do when we chat. So we talk about the special. We talk about him. What's the status of him being in the PFL tournament? Later on, the, in, coming up in the beginning part of the second quarter, the pro wrestlers and MMA making the transition to their respective sports. Like, how does he view MMA guys going to pro wrestling and et cetera? We talk about that. What to expect from Fight Island. Not Fight Island. Filthy Island. Ha ha. We do talk about Fight Island and how Filthy Island will be different. Right now, here is my interview with the one and only Filthy Tom Lawler. Uh, After winning the
1: MLW 2020 Opera Cup, as I was destined to do, uh, I was presented with this opportunity to promote for the first time ever uh, a show in my own image. And that is what I will present to you next week on Filthy Island.
0: Now, can we expect what we've seen from your former employer at the Ultimate Fighting Championship, Dana White? Is it going to be like that Island in Abu Dhabi? Or are we going to get something totally different? Well, this is, uh, you know, it's
1: what I would call an affordable uh, location for many people uh, on, on the island of Hawaii. But uh, it's a, a little bit different than what you've seen uh, from the UFC, from Dana White. From, Like I said, it's a little bit of a more, uh, I guess I would say, affordable locale. You know, we didn't want to price out uh, everybody and, you know, have them be restricted based on international travel. So uh, we've done our best, you know, to kind of, um, in a way, take some of the elements of the Fight Island and uh, and bring those best elements to you on Filthy Island.
0: Now, you should just run up the tab on poor Court Bauer. That, that's just me, though. Me, I'm friends with Court, but I, I'll put it out there. You should, you should have ran up that tab a little more, my friend. Well, I mean,
1: Court's not exactly footing the bill uh,
0: what? for most
1: of this stuff. We had, there were some, uh, there were some sponsors
0: um, okay.
1: that were on board and, and getting things handled uh, early on, but um, you know, things are taking a turn. Uh, the show, the show will still go on, but uh, it'll be in a little bit, I guess, uh, different form, um, I guess I'd say. You know, we had old Stephen P. New, the lawyer, uh, he pulled out uh, Reebok. Not only are they out of their deal with the UFC, but they're not sponsored Filthy Island either. Yeah. Well. Um, my old, yeah, my old buddy at Condom Depot—they um, backed out too. And uh, you know, there's been a lot of, a lot of rumors. Um, you know, people blaming me for an alleged—well, I guess there was an attack on ACH, but allegedly it was at the hands of Team Filthy. Um, the the Fun lost their tag titles at their own hands. But for some reason, I've been blamed for that. And uh, it seems like, you know, Silphy Island is almost like an island unto itself after all these people turn their backs on me.
0: Well, there is a list I do have here. There's a couple guys. You know, you got Dominic Garini. You know, a good friend of me and you, Kevin Koo. And another yeah. friend of me and you, the one and only King Mo the Wall. Yeah, that's right. I mean,
1: I do have people who have committed, but like I said, a lot of the sponsors have
0: been uh, back
1: out. They, they, quite frankly, they didn't have the guts to go through with what they said they would. And uh, I'm going to make it happen regardless. So, um, like I said, the, the, I've been blamed for the Fine Eric's losing their titles. I want to make it quite clear that those gentlemen, those boys, are not invited to this event they will not be there so like for anybody who is gonna tune in thinking that uh the von erics are gonna somehow
0: spoil this event not happening now what can we expect out of the tom lawler filthy island special like what what are we going to expect are we going to get like we gonna get margaritas. Are we gonna have like coconuts? Are we gonna have all the palm trees? Are we gonna have some girls. What what, what are we gonna there's get on? What are we gonna get on? Filthy Island. There's definitely uh,
1: going to be some palm trees. That's for sure. Um, we have a full range of concessions ready to go. Uh, some of the island delicacies like spam, uh, huma huma nuka nuka abuwa. Uh, a lot of a lot of different items that are indigenous um, to the Hawaiian Islands. Kahlua pork, you know, there's gonna be tons of stuff I like catering. Uh maybe there'll be some margaritas, it depends on what people like to drink. Maybe some maybe some Muay Thai, Mai
0: Thai Ooh, okay. will be there. Yeah. Um And you asked about some, some women, uh there's definitely gonna be some hula skirts. Alright I can tell you. Hopefully not on you. No offense. You're a good-looking guy, but... <laughs> no, 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 not on, not on me.
1: Um, <laughs> you know, there's been, there's been rumors, people have been talking, saying that, you know, because it's in Hawaii, the locals are into this, uh, that they, you know, they back the Von Erics and they're not going to support this event, but that's, that's not true whatsoever. We're going to have men, women, children... Uh, fish, everything are going to be there supporting us. That's, that's for sure. I can, I can feel it. I can feel like they're going to come out of the woodwork. Um, we have even, I'm going to give you some insider information. Ooh. I guess I would say. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. We, we've actually secured the, uh, I guess you could say services of a local champion. 14-time, yeah, 14-time Polynesian Pacific champion, Ooh. Mauna Loa oh. will be in action. Ooh. He will be in action taking on Dominic Garini. So, uh, you know, everybody out there who thought that we're not going to get some of the best fighters from around the world, false Brazilian jiu-jitsu gold medalist Dominic Garini, 14-time Polynesian Pacific champion Mauna Loa. That's going to be a fight that everybody wants to see, and that's only one of many.
0: Are you going to be in action? Well, it's I named be after there you. Overseeing things, uh, I'm going to be there overseeing things.
1: Um, don't expect to see Filthy Tom get his hands dirty. Uh, there's a lot of a lot of things on my plate when it comes to promoting. I, I mean, not too many people have been successful at uh, not only being a good promoter. But even fewer have been successful at fighting on their own show and promoting it. Uh, you know, as a first-time promoter, I don't want to take that chance. So I'm going to be I'm going to be there, but uh, I won't be in action.
0: Definitely fair I'm enough. Not
1: fighting anybody?
0: Fair enough. And you know me. But, go ahead.
1: Listen, listen. Why why would why do you need me in action when you've got a main event like you already talked about? Our buddy King Mo, King Mo taking on Low Key low iq in the king of the knockouts i mean what more could you want you're, you're getting greedy if you're asking for me to be in action there. Come
0: on. how is that being greedy you know this the whole this whole special is named after you i just thought maybe you know you would you'd want to be the headliner you'd want to be the main event and but it's kind of you to hand it off to our good friend king mo
1: well i'm there to you know make sure that everything goes properly uh there are a lot of talented uh, fighters on Team Filthy, and there's a lot of talented associates of Team Filthy. King Mo is one of them, and I want to provide him the opportunity to show that against everybody. I want to provide Dominic Garini the opportunity. I want to provide Kevin Koo the chance. I want to see what Mauna Lo is going to bring. I've got some other. I've got other action that's going down.
0: What do you make of talking about King Mo? What do you make of his progression from? the MMA cage, and now into the pro wrestling aspect.
1: Well, last year, uh, before this whole thing, uh, you know, the pandemic went down, uh, King Mo defeated Loki, and uh, things were moving in the right direction. And, you know, with the pandemic going down, things has kind of been stalled a little bit. Uh, but we've got King Mo coming back in now. And uh, I think you're going to see the best that
0: you've ever seen of them. You know, do you think there's more room for guys from the MMA world to make their transition into pro wrestling? You know, we've seen Brock go from, you know, wrestling to MMA and then come back. And you've gone, you started out in wrestling, you went to MMA, and now you're doing both. And now you see Mo making the transition now from retiring from MMA and being in wrestling. Do you think that we're going to see more guys make their tra- and girls make that transition from MMA to wrestling, or do you think it's going to be far and few in between?
1: It's been, this has been going on for however long the UFC's been around. Uh, you know, pretty early on in the UFC career of Ken Shamrock, he left Ken to the UFC to go to, to, go to WWF. Uh, Dan Severn, you know, kind of the same situation. So this isn't anything new. You know, I love when people bring up like, oh, there's more MMA fighters doing wrestling now. Well, it's because there's more MMA fighters now. yeah uh, there's more wrestlers now. Uh, people say, oh well, there weren't you know guys from the UFC wrestling in the 80s and 90s, and that's because, well, the UFC wasn't even around. you know this is a very um, uh, a sport that's been around for a short amount of time. and there was plenty of boxers. there were plenty of other professional athletes that went into wrestling and either did part-time full-time gig, so uh, it's just an extension of that. I don't think we're going to see any more or any less. I think it's been pretty constant throughout
0: history. You know? I've never asked you this, and we've talked a couple times, and what's harder for you, pro wrestling or MMA? Uh, <laughs> it
1: just depends on the day. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, you know, it, in, a, in a fight, you have a... Uh, a goal, you know, a, a finite goal. You try to win that fight, and it doesn't matter. Uh, I mean, it matters what the other person's doing, but you really don't care about putting on a good performance per se. Um, you know, you're not working with the other person, and in a wrestling, you have to take into account the fact that there's another like person that you have to work with, not against. So sometimes, you know, matches can be easier or tougher uh, depending on the person that you're working with. So. That is uh, one of the major things that either makes a match you know, more difficult or more enjoyable. Um, I, I mean, I don't know. They're both pretty damn hard, I'd say. Uh, obviously, the older you get, the tougher MMA is. Yeah. Um, and it seems like guys who wrestle and are in the wrestling world kind of hit their stride uh, you know, in the 30s somewhere and that's not the case with MMA so maybe it's just a like a case of which one's harder at what time uh, on you you know
0: now PFL is rolled out their lineup you know is rolling out that the peak guys that people going to be in the tournament and everything and but they haven't announced like exactly when people are going to be fighting when are you going to be fighting in the upcoming PFL season
1: uh, April 29th is the date uh, so that is the basically the extent of the information that I know, uh, besides whatever else is already out there uh, released from the CSL, I don't know the matchup. Um, you know, I, there's a lot of other information that I've yet to uh, get as far as, you know, how it's going down. But uh, I know that April 29th, I know, you know, the list of guys who are in the weight class, and really, that's all that I need.
0: How are you, you know, because. You know, I know Lashley did it when he was with Bellator and Strikeforce. He was mixing and stuff with Impact and stuff like that. But how are you going to be able to do high-level MMA and be able to do high-level wrestling at the same time? Have you had, Do you have a plan in mind of how you're going to balance everything out? What?
1: A plan?
0: A plan, Mr. Lawler. Yes, sir.
1: Now the, pl- the plan is that, uh, you know, I fight with the PSL and then I'm done fighting. So it's not much of a... Uh, Not much of an issue or like a balance thing. Okay. You know what I mean. Right. Right now, uh, I don't know if you've taken a look at the calendar, but there's not a whole lot of wrestling uh, going on. You know, besides what you see on television. So my schedule has been pretty open, and you know that's a good thing because I've got a fight coming up on April 29th.
0: I think we're gonna see more wrestling. I think sooner rather than later. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna throw that out there. My magic eight ball keeps telling me that. (laughs)
1: Okay. I've been
0: waiting a year, so. You know, I know that was, you were itching and jonesing the last time we talked about, before the Opera Cup, of wanting to get back in the ring and looking forward to this. So how was it to get back in the ring at the last set of tapings? Just to get back in there, see everybody, and then come out and win the Opera Cup.
1: Uh, Well, I mean, honestly, that was some of my uh, favorite wrestling that I've done, despite the fact that there's no crowd there. Um, the Opera Cup last year and this year was based on competition, on trying to win the match, you know, there wasn't uh, a bunch of BS going on uh, it was, you know, guys wrestling each other, and that's one of the things that I excel at, so uh, I loved wrestling Rocky Romero who will also be on Sophie Island, I've extended the olive branch. Oh, okay, okay, him yeah, after after uh, after that match, I thought he put on a great performance, pushed me to my limit. I like what I saw, and I gave him the invite, so we'll see if he takes it. I think he will. I mean, I don't think there's anything else going on. He's a good guy. So, <laughs> so uh, <laughs> I love that match. Same with all ACH, and uh, of course, in the finals, against low I mean, I, I, these are the kind of matches I enjoy. A lot of Matt wrestling, hard strikes, uh, hard-hitting action. That's what I'm here for
0: how do you how did you end up viewing twenty twenty for yourself?
1: I mean in all things considered, if I take a look at the goals and uh, things that I had set out for myself to accomplish, not a whole lot of them happened um, but at the time when I look at you know the overall landscape and and uh you know. Overall things that most people accomplished. I'm sitting in a pretty good place. You know, I made it through. I think what is going to be the harder part uh, of the pandemic. And I mean, I'm not worse for wear. Uh, on the other side, I, like I said, I mean, the 2020 Opera Cup is probably the, my favorite. Um, probably my favorite stuff in wrestling that I've done. So I can't look back on it and be upset with that. Uh, I'm happy with that. So. You know, there, there's good and bad, um, but I really don't like to rest on any sort of laurels. You know, there's always going to be more for me to accomplish. Um, if there's not, then I should probably stop.
0: How did you, how was the experience of dealing with COVID? Was it, were your symptoms just okay? Because I know some people that have had it and they've had, the couple were asymptomatic and one had it pretty bad and he's finally starting to come out from out through the woods and it looks like he's going to be just fine and... But how was, how was that experience for you, and how are you feeling right now? I mean, for me, it was pretty mild. I'm
1: not sure I even would have known uh, if I hadn't, you know, gotten tested. Um, you know, otherwise, other than feeling kind of like off or sick, you know, sick-ish for a day or two, uh, there were no, no ill effects. I could still exercise. I could do everything that I was normally doing, so uh it wasn't really tough for me but you know being out of commission i guess sitting around the house for two weeks and then trying to get back into shape after that was a i guess a harder part just you know not being able to train not being able to wrestle um mentally it's exhausting because you're just sitting around all day uh but yeah i mean physically i don't feel any ill effects that i that i'm aware of
0: and two more questions tom and thank you so much for the time once again it's greatly appreciated and you know, and I'm glad you're healthy. That's the most important thing that you're able to come out on the good side and, and you're doing fantastic. And, you know, what are your goals now for 2021? You know, 2020, yeah, it didn't go the way you exactly how you wanted it to go, but you ended the year. Well, what can, what do you expect from yourself this coming year?
1: I mean, honestly, my first goal, my initial goal right now is get as many eyes as I can on the filthy Island show, you know, um, This is something that, when I say I produced it, I had a very uh, large hand, uh, or or promoting this, I had a large hand in, uh, you know, the entire overall, the whole whole thing, you know, basically I was in charge, so I want people to watch it, I want people to have fun, Uh, I want them to, um, you know, to be there on Filthy Island with me. And then, then I'll start focusing on everything else.
0: How much did it mean to you, in the fact that MLW gave you the whole kip, bang, and caboodle and said, just go do you, produce something. We know you're going to do something great. How much did it mean to you that they had that confidence and that faith in you?
1: Well, I mean, I've been with MLW now for, I'd have to look at the calendar, but what, three years? I don't know, four years, something like that. So, uh, obviously, over time, I think uh, we built up a good relationship. Otherwise, I wouldn't be there. Um, And this was... uh, you know, I, I'm one of the people who didn't shy away from, I guess, the challenges uh, of this past year. I I tried to stay, you know, relevant. I, you know, tried to cut as many promos as I could. Um, tried to keep my name out there as much as I could. You know, it's kind of tough. but uh, And I think that's one of the things that, you know, Court and MLW looked at and said, hey, you know, this guy's still out there trying his hardest. Uh, so, you know, obviously... With winning the 2020 Opera Cup, uh, it made sense to build off that momentum. So, and we'll end with. It feels good. I guess it feels good, but I mean, you know, <laughs> <laughs> if, I was sit- if I was sitting around, if I was sitting around on my ass, then you know, I wouldn't get this opportunity. So it's a it's a twofold thing, you
0: know. No, I completely You are completely correct on that. And we'll end with this, Tom. And why should fans watch Tom Lawler's Filthy Island special coming up on next Wednesday? February 17th on zone.
1: You are going to see some of the best action that you've ever seen on MLW programming. Probably the best MLW show that's ever been put on. And it's all coming from my mind. This is my vision. This is what I want professional wrestling to be like. And what I think it should be like. And what it will be like. So tune in to Filthy Island and have your socks blown right off into the water.
0: I will make sure I have my socks on because I will definitely be watching. <laughs> Tom, definitely a pleasure. Again, thank you so much for the time. The best of luck. I can't wait to watch next Wednesday on The Zone, Tom, and hopefully we can talk again in the future.
1: Yeah, no problem. After the successful show,
0: just let me know. I'm going to be in high demand, but, hey, you know. I'm going to cut no- out some time. I got your number, Tom, so I'll shoot you a text, my friend. (laughs)
1: Awesome.
0: All right. Thanks, buddy. All right. Take care. Thank you. you. Thanks, Tom. Bye. A huge thank you to Filthy Tom Lawler. Don't forget, Filthy Island presented by Tom Lawler tonight on DAZN 7 Eastern, 6 Central, and 4 Pacific. Make sure you download that DAZN app. It's simple, guys. Just download it. It's not hard. Open up, get a subscription. It is the best deal right now going today. For You're getting high-quality fights every week, just about every week. You're getting quality, high-quality wrestling. It does not get awesome feet documentaries and different types of series that the zone's starting to roll out, so definitely make sure you guys tune in. I think it's hilarious. I thought MLW and Tom Lawler did a fantastic job with it. Don't forget, rate, review, download, and subscribe. It's simple. Walkway to Fight Club, guys. It's as simple as it gets. Get on the train, toot toot. But no, we, but I am serious though, so, because you're not gonna get analysis, you're not gonna get interviews like this anywhere else. So please make sure you rate, review, download, and subscribe to the Walkway to Fight Club podcast. We will be back Friday. Me and Daryl, we're gonna <laughs> redo this on Thursday night. And there will also be an interview with Showtime boxing host Brian Custer. We'll talk about this podcast. And he's one of the select few that has talked to Adrian Broner as Adrian Broner returns to the ring on Saturday night against Giovanni Santiago live and only on Showtime. We'll talk to Brian about that, What he, how he views Broner at the stage. Is Adrian Broner done? Is he past his peak? I think so. We'll see if Brian doesn't see kind of where Brian views Broner at this stage. Is he only fighting for the money because he owes a significant amount of money from a law from a civil suit? Who's the best at 147 pounds? We'll get into that a little bit. We'll be we see Spence and Crawford. We'll be we see a couple different fights later on this year, beginning of 2022. Brian Custer will be joining us on, uh, on Friday is that podcast will be coming out Friday morning, but I am out here for the rest of the day. This is Steven Mielhausen. I'll talk to you guys next time.